Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? <laughs> yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business, struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Before we start, I have to tell you about Hayley Merrick, Hormone Health Coach. She is the womb-wise woman, weaving two decades of clinical and natural health expertise to transform you from hormonal mess to hormone happiness, empowering you to release overwhelm, manage stress, and balance your hormones in a way that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Providing 12-week coaching packages and online membership, visit loveyourcycles.co.uk for more details and to book your free trial session. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. I have got Katie Nichols with me from Super U. Hello, Katie. Hello, Charlie. I always feel like a bit like a radio presenter when I say that. Hello. I'm quite like one as well. It's rather good. <laughs> Um, so before we get started with the podcast episode, I feel like my listeners need to know that I have known you for ages and oh, actually yeah. you're probably quite influential and on like my business and the person that I have become. Um, and I've probably never told this story before. So here we go. Let's go. <laughs> so I met Katie when I was like 21 and um, her sister ran a theatre school and I went to teach for her and her sister. Um, and obviously then I went to set up my own theatre schools and I taught Lambda in Essex. And, and now I run a business with my sister. And I absolutely loved you two and the relationship that you had. And you've ran businesses, you've built businesses and I've watched all of this happened so I'm excited that now you're on my podcast we've come full circle I know it's really nice isn't it yeah I know we have known each other so long and um I have to say for everyone listening as well you I knew I knew big things were, ha were going to happen for you because you were so focused even back then as a 21 year old um yeah you just knew exactly where you're going and you're brilliant yeah and I think me and my sister we're our biggest each other's biggest cheerleaders really um and I think it's probably really similar for you and Alex and I think if you've got that then you just can propel each other forward and help with any challenges and anything in her business then we sort of work together and work everything out and you know yeah so, uh, one of the one of the first memories I have of working for um, your sister, I she'd asked me to come and help out backstage, and she was sort of briefing me before the session. She was like, you know, they can't talk; they need to be quiet. You can't see them off stage. And I like took this to the nth degree, and like nobody was allowed to talk, and nobody was allowed to go near the curtain. And she was like, "Wow, you were really good." <laughs> you sound exactly like me. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. Shush, shush, shush. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Full commitment and yeah. always been that way, yeah. <laughs> if you see a foot on the stage that's not no. supposed to be on the stage, I don't no, care no. if they're only six. No, my friends. <laughs> no, no peeking out aloud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tell everybody about this new venture that you are doing because I'm so excited about it. So this is called Super You. 
And it is um, an, a sort of a very, very different sort of mental health provision for key stage one children in schools. So it's a performing arts programme, um, which we are linking to, um, to sort of use as an aside um, to go alongside the PHSE curriculum and the new relationships education uh, cu curriculum. Um, yeah, because... I don't know, we, we all, we've all got kids, well, lots of us have got kids and we all homeschooled our kids and hopefully we won't be doing that again soon. Um, uh, but the jury's out. Um, and yeah, well, I just, I just saw, and all the children I carried on teaching on Zoom and everything, um, just the mental health, um, I say issues, it's, you know, just the decline in children's mental health from, and the lack of provision really, in homeschooling uh, uh, at uh, my son's particular school, which I would like to say was incredible with homeschooling, but there was a massive lack of anything really other than maths and English, which I totally understand. Um, but it may, just made me think, and I started um, because of this, I uh, sort of about three weeks into in last January in, into the homeschooling, I started, I suggested to the, to the school that I would do a sort of a Monday motivation class, a half an hour, because I could see all, and from what, speaking to other parents, that you know, the decline and sort of children were just so down and just had enough. And so I just thought, well, if I can do a bit of dancing, drama games and link it with phonics and the, the sort of the topics that they were doing, um, and just get everyone up on their feet because, you know, being physical really is so important for your mental health as well. Um, and so I started that and just the feedback was immense. The school, well, I started off really with Bertie's class and they were like, can you do it for the whole school? So I did it for the whole school and just the feedback was amazing. And the teachers saying, oh my gosh, they're so much more focused. They're awake, they're happy, they're, you know, and so that's really where it was born from but I have wanted to do, to get performing arts into schools for a very long time. It's just, I think that was a catalyst to be like, right, this is, hap this is happening. This is so important. Um, and, it, you know, performing arts, I think quite often performing arts gets quite a bad name for itself of just being a bit silly and riotous and out of control. But it's, if it's taught correctly, and you will know this, it is absolutely not that at all. It is so valuable f to shape little humans. Um, it's, yeah, it's, and I see, I see it every single day with the children I teach of the value and the importance to mental health, anxiety problems, standing up, you know, putting, you know, children that will not even stand up in class will now stand up and speak in front of the class, or speak in assemblies. Um, you know, I have a lovely child who came to me to be taught uh, speech and drama who would not speak to his grandparents on the telephone um, and just through classes and doing drama and performing arts. You know, the mom was like, this is absolutely unbelievable. He will now speak on the phone for hours with his grandparents. He's so much more confident. Um, and I, I, I really think it's so important to start it early as well at that key stage one um, age to start the confidence and it's not a big deal then you know there's so many adults that are worried to pitch in their business or you know just any or just you know just anything or do speeches at weddings or anything like that and it 
you know, if you start it early and all those things, and I always say that every job you have to speak to somebody, whether you're working in a supermarket on the check, you have to speak to humans. And if you can feel good about that as well and you feel confident, then, um, yeah, I just, I feel so passionately about it and trying to get it in and also to try and get a programme like this in for every child, not necessarily for the, in the more affluent areas, you know, and really just making it available to every child because every child deserves to feel good about themselves and confident and have really good mental health um, and just use their imaginations and have fun. Um, yeah, and just learn about, well, yeah, all sorts of things to do with PHE. And I think it's a lot, so it's a different way of teaching these subjects as well, learning about emotions and how important it is to get sleep every night, to feel good about yourself and how important it is to be physical, to help your mental health rather than just, necess- you know, I think it's brilliant, but, you know, I think then it's just a different way of doing it, more active um, rather than just sitting in a circle and talking about it, which definitely has its place for, for it definitely has its place, but it's just a different way of doing it really um and and allowing children to be active as well yeah and I think the more you you know circle time is great for discussing any issues that that are there but sometimes it might be that the issues aren't there or that they don't even know yet but through drama and that sort of exploration other things that even the child didn't know was there might come to play I, I think it's so important I remember actually I went for a job interview when I moved to Essex for like a PPA covered drama thing, because you know what it's like being a drama teacher, all your works after school. So I was looking for something during the school day and I went and I taught what I could only describe as an excellent drama class. And um, (laughs) in the interview afterwards, they said to me, you know, why do you think drama is important? And I said exactly the same stuff that you're saying. You know, I think it should be accessible for all children. I think it should be fun. I think they shouldn't like think about it, you know, and um, and they said to me in my feedback, we really liked everything that you said, but your class was just a bit too fun. And we worried that the children would go back to um, the classrooms a little bit overexcited. You know so what? I, I, this so is what my, yeah, this is one of my things. It's that, And you know what? I think we've all learned about fun in going through this pandemic that and particularly because mental health is is so important and everyone's realized now for adults and and little gorgeous humans as well that it's okay to have fun in a structured situation it's okay to have fun anyway and fun doesn't necessarily mean running around the classroom like an absolute lunacy it's it can be if it's taught correctly which obviously these classes are then you know it's it's got so much having fun why not Mm. why not it's so important for your mental health having fun and doing joyful things that's why you know that's why we meet friends that's why we that's why you know people join choirs or whatever it is that's why people go ice skating and because it's fun and there's there's nothing wrong with that's why people go dancing and go you know having drama and but part of the class because we're very aware (laughs) that that you know often Yes, of course it is. It can be some of the exercises you can do, like you say, like that teacher said, always, it's a bit crazy and they're all going to go back to school, um, back into lessons. We're part of the end, we've got a lovely meditation, sort of um, chill out session. So 
to problem solve that so teachers can have nice calm and again it's all based in acting and vis visualization um and just yeah so we've thought about that as well <laughs> but then do you know what like ernie was in a, a show um my sister runs my theater school now and he was in a show and she did a show she's insane i would never do this but she did a, a whole school show for that younger age group so like the three to six year olds oh yeah yeah so there was like 60 kids all in the same show of that age range insane but you know it was absolutely fantastic to see and actually when you're a drama teacher like we have been you know those tricks and tools that you have to get their attention like that so although it can appear like everyone's off and doing this thing you yeah. only need to say one thing or do an action and everybody is there and, and I love that about drama I love that they've got so much respect for their teacher as well that actually when she does say that they'll just stop absolutely and also with things that we've got a super you freeze it within the class that for that reason that everyone yeah. needs to freeze and get into a you know um and that is also teaching self-control so they're learning self-control like when we say freeze you have to stop so you, you know there it's a learning thing as well all those lovely drama games that you can do without it's fun but they don't realize they're learning all these skills as well yeah um, um but yeah, it's just the. I think children need confidence at the moment, you know, and they need to realise that you know they have got lots of amazing skills. They've got everything they need inside them, and that's kind of the whole sort of idea about it. That just to allow children to think, yeah, I can, I can, I have got all these skills. I can be a really good friend. I can use teamwork and create a train in these classes. And look at us all; we're all brilliant and. And I can, yeah, I just, yeah, it's, it's really important, I think. I think it's going to be amazing. So initially, when I spoke to you a while ago, you had this idea, you laid it out to me, and I was like, I think I think it sounds amazing. Um, so you wanted to do it to, to a high standard. You wanted it to be yeah. really great quality classes that the children would love. And after that conversation, I was so excited for you. But did it feel like you had a huge mountain to climb? Because you had big, big, audacious dreams about what this was going to look like. And now I see this all playing out. I'm really excited. So talk me through that process. Yeah. So, I mean, it is. <laughs> yeah, I do have a lot of moments where I think, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? This is so overwhelming. <laughs> this is absolutely insane but do you know what I've really really learned this past year to to of course have the end goal but to break it down and just do one thing at a time and focus in and just be like right this week I'm gonna do this I'm gonna whatever it is I'm gonna work out all the content for the first 10 classes and I'm gonna do that I think if it if it yeah it's just I've really really learned that to stop thinking of it as a massive hole because it just I think quite often in the past that stopped me from doing a lot of stuff because I I kind of freeze into think oh no I can't do it it's too it's too much there's no way I'm going to do it whereas now I've really really learned to stop and just really break it down into literally what do I need to do what's the first bit of action do that right what's the next thing and just sort of and we really have done that this time um and it's probably gone well I don't think it's gone slower than we thought but we we also I'm also 
want to almost play in the long game of like I want it to be so right that I'm prepared that it might take a bit longer because I want it to be really really good because ultimately you have one shot at getting these things out there um so when you know I want it to be really 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 good and cool because kids are kids like the cool stuff now so we've made sure that um yeah it's yeah it looks really really high end and I've got amazing friends one of my best friends that we trained at theatre school together actually um Nikki who is on board who is doing all the creative director side of it and she's got so much experience she's well she's literally worked she'll never say this but she's worked with everyone under the sun she's choreographed a little mix x factor strictly kylie everyone everyone so she's got that sort of knowledge of the look of these things of when we do when we filmed all the routines and the songs for the kids to do as part of the lessons then you know she's got the eyes on which is really really helpful I did think when I saw so I've had the pleasure of watching one of these pieces um, and I absolutely loved it but when I saw all the kids like dancing I was like oh my gosh did that take ages if we did it in a day oh wow um, so we, we filmed all of them in, in a day. Um, and Opie, obviously, we found Opie. We wanted, because obviously diversity is super important for us. We have to. We were all, all the way along. We were like, we have to have children up on that, you know, when, on these video lessons that people in the school can look at themselves and think, I'm up. Yeah, I can see myself represented up there. And mm-hmm. um, that's really, really important. We found Opie was, who is a superstar. He's in Moulin Rouge, the musical at the moment. And oh. um, Nikki... Um, Nikki found him um, and he had well we met him on zoom and he he was just totally on board with the whole project which is obviously really important for us so he's fronting all of the performance songs Um, and he was fostered by this amazing um, lady and he was saying how important performing arts has been for him because he struggled at school and he was bullied a lot Um, and he said you know if he'd had a some you know something like super you at school once a week then it really really would have sort of helped him uh really really helped him but performing arts really really saved him definitely because and that's the other thing I think with these lessons is not every child is academic no not every child is and and that is totally okay you know and there, there has to be more out there for children who aren't academic to feel good about themselves because ultimately if you're in academic subjects all day but every subject you just finding it so hard you you're not feeling good about yourself and and it is it is really important to feel good about yourself you know adults and children but particularly children because you know then that whole mindset they will carry through with them for the rest of their lives of not being very good and struggling and they need to there needs to be something that they sort of can latch on to think yeah I was actually really really good I felt good in that in that video lesson in PHSE and that was really good and I had something to offer and uh, you know because it's that's another really important thing I think about performing arts. I do sometimes feel like the curriculum lends itself to one particular type of learner so if you are good at that type of learning you're good across the board you're good at English you're good at maths you can learn language and if you're not any of those things then then you might struggle and I actually think it's it's absolutely fine to not be academic yeah I totally agree and I I think as well performing the thing about performing arts is is that it's subjective I I tell somebody right you have 10 seconds to go and become a car 
well, everyone's going to do it differently, but nobody's wrong. You know, it's not like maths and English where you, you, the answer is, well, actually English is a bit more subjective, but maths where it's like, it's either right or wrong and that's it. But drama is just, you know, and dance and the way you interpret it, that no, nothing's wrong. It's like, it, that's a brilliant car. And, and then that's where you get the experience from because then everyone, everyone feels good because it's like, well, no one's, everyone's just bringing something to the table in a really positive way, which is so important. Absolutely. And I think for those children who absolutely love performing arts and it's their life, like it was for me when I was a child, we are still seeing COVID disrupt things in the performing arts world. I don't know what it is like where you are, but where we are, we're seeing things being cancelled all of the time. I know one of the students in our theatre school, she was working up to this big performance. She was so excited. She's lead vocally and then it's cancelled and they've They've rehearsed and they've rehearsed and and you know what it's like. You're working up to this point and then that point never happens. And we've seen it happen time and time again in in COVID. And I just feel so, so sad for those children because when performing arts is your life, that's just horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's really tough. But again, that's, you know, all these little bits are, it is hard, isn't it? When things don't work out and everything, but it's, that's why another reason, you know, performing arts is so good for teaching resilience. You know, you don't get the part or you don't you get, you know, it's just, there's so many things that it's just so, it's holds so much value, I think. Yeah. And resilience is such a big thing. I was, I was um, been interviewed this morning, actually. And, and someone said to me, you know, where did you get all your resilience from to start businesses when you were so young and, and um, everything? And I said, performing arts, you know, if you have been into the auditions that I've been into, the mock auditions at theatre school, you know, you, you learn to pick yourself up in the best way possible. And resilience is so important for business owners, yeah, um, but for everybody in general yeah I absolutely agree with that definitely and sometimes I think the way that um this has only just come to me now but sometimes I think the way that school is it's losing a little bit of that like I don't know what the word is but it's a bit like everyone gets a trophy for trying rather than you know getting rewarded when you've really worked towards something and you've really hit that moment then it's like yeah get on the pedestal now because you've worked for it sometimes I feel that the school system is losing that a little bit yeah yeah I I agree it's hard isn't it I think yeah sports days we see that and and I think, you know, there, there's a balance, isn't there? I think, yeah, if you, if you if everyone gets it, then it's almost like we're not teaching, you're not teaching resilience to try harder next year and, you know, have a practice more or, you know, yeah, it's, it's a hard one. It is a tricky one because as a parent, <laughs> you also don't want a, your child not to be the winner ever. So you're like, oh, brilliant. Yay. We all won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant news for me because I don't have to pick up the pieces. But it is through doing that that you learn that resilience. But hey, Katie's here to teach everyone resilience through Super You. So Woo! Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the thing that you found hardest about this process? I think the hardest thing I think is probably knowing that it's not, it's going to be quite tough getting it into schools possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I've just learned now just to just stop the noise. Um, yeah. And sort of dealing with it. Do you know what it is? Probably mindset issues for me, just, just shutting out that, 
stop it, stop it, stop it. Just focusing in on like, we're going to do this because we know how brilliant it is and how much it's needed as well. So it's kind of like fighting against me and my and my mindset really to keep it really, really focused and to keep going and to break it all down. Um, it's a yeah. numbers game, isn't it? And the great thing that you have got is hundreds of thousands of schools that you can get into. So, yeah. you know, you can just see it as like a, a game, like, right, let's see how many schools I can talk to, who I can get past. I'll tell you the best thing that ever worked for me when it comes to breaking down, because it's always that gatekeeper that's like the school secretary or whatever. Yeah. She's like She <laughs> won't let you talk to anybody of any, who has any influence on the school. She's like, no, not interested. Um, but what I did um, when I was trying to get my Lambda into schools was I sent a tea bag through the post. Um, so it was like bulky mail, you know, like, handwritten bulky mail and it was basically like have a break while we do the hard work type thing it was a wrapped tea bag just to be clear it wasn't like the tea bag <laughs> totally covid safe it was before covid times but totally covid safe and then what i would do is i would ring and say like oh i just wanted to make sure that they got my letter oh so that's good drama or the head of the head teacher or whatever um and it was such a good way past that gatekeeper because they were like oh you sent a letter because nobody writes these days so. yeah that's that's so true isn't it yeah yeah need a mail campaign yes that's a good one I'm gonna go and get tea bags after this <laughs> <laughs> reaching out to the school one tea bag at a time oh yes yeah. it's something that the schools need and you have got it so you've just got to position it as you need absolutely this. and do you know what I think as well it's gonna it's it's quite possibly going to be really super helpful for teachers resource wise for them you know we're not ever 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 saying that it's going to be the full curriculum in these lessons absolutely not but it's a, a brilliant resource you know instead of maybe that day sitting in a circle talking about you know how angry you got when something went wrong uh well actually let's just do the video lesson and also i, I i've seen it that so many people which goes back to the confidence thing and so many teachers are absolutely incredible but when you ask them to run do a drama exercise or they feel super uncomfortable and it's not someone's skill set or they just don't like it they're an amazing amazing you know teacher but when it comes to teaching drama or doing those more active sort of lessons or subjects it's you you know they're not so comfortable so hopefully that would problem solve that of like literally just click on that video lesson and it's all there ready for you and they can assist if they want to and help help the children but it's ready made and it's just a click of a button because teachers can't be everything can they they can't be no. great at drama and great at sports and great obviously English no, no, no. you know so I think it's great that they've got all these resources and I think it's great I mean I remember when I was a child we used to watch like words and pictures and they used to roll the tv out you know what I mean like yes, oh, exactly <laughs> but do you know what I think more and more particularly since the pandemic more and more schools are using YouTube or you know Bertie says they have a birthday in their class and they click that YouTube on and there's a like a YouTube person singing on you know happy birthday and they all dance around to it and I think you know um it, it is being used much more which is why we thought we'd go in on that video platform particularly because of things like Oak Academy and all of that you know a lot of the homeschooling was done via that um, but a lot of it which is why we also wanted to do it is USA based 
you know, some there's some really cool stuff, but there's, you know, it's it is all USA based, and you know that's not right. Somebody in the UK needs to be doing something cool, you yeah. know, here because kids are very cool. They they're very discerning. They're not like we were when we were kids who were just grateful for anything on a screen. You know, they have so much content available, and they can just sift through that old fashioned or you know. Um, so we just wanted it to be really engaging and cool. And I think, you know, schools from like day one need to be integrating tech and mm. modern things into the curriculum. Because when our children go out and get jobs, it'll be the people who are great on computers will be the people who get the best jobs. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, so when do you, when is it going to launch? So we're launching, we're going to get it out there for September 22. Okay. Um, but we're going to pre-do everything before that. So send everything out. I think that that's the aim because I think a lot of the sign-ups are for September academic year. It makes um, sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I think, I think it does because then we can pick. And also I think they need, you know, schools from what I can gather from some teacher friends need to, think about those programs well early early into the year so they can get everything lined up ready so um yeah that's our thoughts to just get get the word out there go 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 how exciting yeah 2022 is we're coming for you <laughs> oh my gosh so for all of the teachers who are listening to this podcast now I have an awful lot of teachers in my community um you need to watch out because this is going to be yeah. awesome yeah um, so I end my podcasts always in the same way so I'm going to ask you three questions and the first one is who inspires you so my sister inspires me uh, because she's just such an amazing person full stop and then she just brings that into her business she's so kind and so amazing and she's built her business from scratch um and she just continues to sort of deal with any challenges particularly you know going through covid and everything like that. she's just so resilient and amazing she's an amazing person my friend sammy really inspires me because she just has no upper limits at all literally she she anything's possible for her she's so amazing and i just love that about her like there's never an issue of like, i can't do that she she could literally do anything and and i just that i find that really inspiring that energy to be around um, I think you're really super inspiring. I find your energy and your passion for everything and your businesses and for people as well, for helping people. I find that really inspiring as well. Um, and I find my my little birds really inspiring because just they're just so special, I think. And um, their innocence and how kind he is as a as a person to other people. And yeah, he really inspires me to want to get this out big time. A book that you have read that you would recommend. Oh, Mel Robbins. Anything by oh, Mel Robbins. I'm literally, I'm obsessed with her. I've just read uh, High Five Habit and I literally would say to anybody, read it. She is an utter genius. And what I like about her is because she, um, she's not, she doesn't ever say, she never does it from a pedestal. She struggles with anxiety, depression. She is not fixed by any means. And she will always say that, but she is she is unbelievable she's just she has been a real game changer and five second rule as well for me yeah um cheering is I think we're so good about cheering other people on I, I'm really good at cheering other people on I love it I love seeing other people you know come on you can do it I know you can do it 
but actually I don't ever do that for myself. <laughs> so it's kind of teaching me to high five myself in the mirror. I've got a post-it note because she says, put it on to remind you. And my son, Bertie, was like, mummy, you've used one of my post-it notes. What is this saying on the mirror? I was like, high-fiving myself, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, it's, it is really true. And I think, you know, because if you're not high-fiving yourself, then um, what's the point, really? You've, you know, just being kind to yourself and, and stopping all of those, that spirally crazy thoughts are just not, not there. Just no, stop, just stop thinking about it and just crack on. It's true. I always say to people, like, think about yourself like you're your own child, because if you heard your child saying some of the thoughts that you have about yourself, mm. you know, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. You'd be like, no, you're amazing. You can definitely yeah. do it. But you're so right. Often we don't do that for ourselves, even though no. we're so ready to do it for other people. Yeah. High five in the mirror, people. High five in the mirror. I yeah, like it's a it. Game changer. And, and it's very science-based as well because it releases dopamine. And that's why people high five at the end of sports games. And I high five my kids at the end of lessons. And it's that's why, because you feel good, don't you? So, yeah. Absolutely. And finally, what piece of advice would you give for a fellow entrepreneur? Okay, I've learned this this year. Don't wait, just do it. You're never going to be ready, just start because you can work it out as you go along. Just start, do it, start. Because I was like, oh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Constantly throughout my whole life, not sure, not just, just do it. Because no, no one's got anything figured out. I don't think, you know, you, but you that's what you do. And that's the whole fun of the process of like working things out along the way. And you never be ready, so just get on with it. If there's something you want to do and there's a business you want to start, start it. Because otherwise somebody else will and then it's going to really annoy you then. That was my idea. Um, yeah, and just shut out all the noise as well, I would say as well. And just don't listen, take the advice from the inspiring humans, but shut out all the noise of any, you know, you don't need other people's opinions, you know, believe in yourself and just I go. always think like I've got a big sieve. I'm doing a, an action where I'm shaking. He's doing a, a very <laughs> lovely action. <laughs> um, but like you get all this advice from lots of different people and you shake it yeah. through the sieve and you take out the bits that are relevant for you because I might say something and you think no I don't agree with that actually and that is absolutely fine mm -hmm. just take all the stuff and then decide what is useful for you yeah definitely I agree Katie tell everybody where can they find you if they want to follow you if they want to find out more where should they go so we are super you and we are on Instagram at the moment we've got a website coming soon um, we are on Super You Crew. Come and find us. Come and say hello. There's going to be lots of content. And we're also, there's a link there as well to, if you are a teacher and you want to do a morning motivation with your children, there is a link to a YouTube, um, a YouTube one of our YouTube songs that is like a morning motivation. Really, really fun. Gets everyone going. You can do it yourself if you want to. Um, <laughs> it also gives a flavour of sort of what's to come. So yeah, come and follow us. I absolutely love it. Love it. Thank you so much. I feel like we should do a little shout out to your sister as well, Lucy, yes. just in case anybody has any kids in Surrey. In Hazelmere, Surrey. In Hazelmere, Surrey. Academy. It's called the Surrey Theatre Academy, which is yeah. very posh. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so it, it wasn't called the Surrey Theatre Academy when I worked there, but I love the name. I think it's brilliant. Um, so if you've got any performing arts types in Hazelmere and surrounding areas, send them to Surrey Theatre. Uh, Yay! Um, and I will pop all those links in the show notes. 
Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you for having me.